Hey everybody, this is uh, Kevin, a podcast for me. A podcast for me, as well as a podcast for you. I'm your host, K-Dog. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> I still like saying that. hey So, we're doing podcasts and um, some announcements I gotta make. I am moving to Michigan. So, from San Diego to Michigan. So, within that time, there will probably be no podcast from this month to the next month. But if you're a casual viewer or listener, I should say, of this podcast, yeah, you're used to that. Sometimes I just go three weeks at a time without making a podcast. It'll be a bit before I get up and running again. And once I do, sh- game over, right? <laughs> it's a big it's a big thing about moving, you know, just um gotta pack. My wife's gone crazy with packing. So we gotta um, move today's uh twelve thirty so we're moving the 22nd or 21st of January, meaning we're going to be out of here. And like for the most part, I packed up a lot of the stuff, but uh, we're still living here for the next like three weeks. So it's like packing up more stuff would mean what do you got to unpack to get dressed or unpack to get stuff. And a lot of this stuff get, has to be loaded. Most of the shit is hers. She's got a lot of stuff. I didn't even notice it. It was just a lot of stuff that she has. And it gets weird because she doesn't want me to pack her stuff. So by her, I mean my wife, my wife's stuff. She wants it a certain way. And, um, yeah. It seems like the kid doesn't get it, though. But he's like that. He's, what, nine and a half right now. So him understanding the logistics of us moving from California to Michigan is just, you know, beyond him. You know, he just thinks it's going to be cold. He really hasn't said much to the effect of, like, oh, I'm going to miss my friends or anything like that. But he didn't have much of a life here anyways. I mean, let me tell you what a, a day consists for that kid. It's like... He um he wakes up in the morning early, like at six, and then we feed him. By we I mean me, and then you know, let him play piano or whatever. If he if he wants. He don't have to play piano, but if he wants to play PlayStation, go play piano. So I let him play piano, then he plays PlayStation, he's like, ah, it really gives him a jolt. I wonder if I should stop letting him play PlayStation altogether. You know, in the end though, I mean when we move he won't be able to play as much. Because a lot of our shit will be packed. So, I mean, then he goes to school, right? And then however long that is. And after school, he goes to an after school program. And then after that's done, he gets to go home, chill for about an hour. Maybe even eat. <laughs> maybe. He eats dinner. And then we try to chill at the end of the day, watch the TV with each other. Which is like an hour, if less. And then uh, he goes to sleep. I mean, there's no real, there's no friends in that equation. Uh, maybe at school, maybe at uh, at his uh, after-school program. But other than that, man, there's no real, like, friends to hang out with when he goes outside. You know, he never goes outside. Basically, it could be weird because you can't go outside. But when we, where we're going to move, there's going to be a lot of uh, relatives that have kids. I mean, this one chick has, like, five kids. I mean, they're about relatively his age, you know. And then there's other friends and family that are around his age, so... They'll be able to hang out and shit like that, you know. And then my wife can hang out with her friends. She has friends here, but they're all far apart and busy, you know. But her friends over there seem to be not busy as much. I don't know. But they're just uh, just out 
out and about. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, the shit deal is for for her to move. It's just she's transferring her one job to another job, which is the same within the same company. So it's not that big of a deal. For me, I'm in this weird avenue. So I'm what thirty eight now. I'm a limited tech X-ray. That means I could X-ray bones, like extremity <laughs> bones, extremities, uh, the the chest. I don't know why that's divided, and the spine. That's a thing. And then they even added one more thing to it. They called it digital. This is in the state of California. What separates me and a full scope X-ray tech, which is just X-ray tech or technologist, I think is they're able to do fluoroscopy, which you don't have to do in a lot of places, and the skull and the, the abdomen. That's it. Really, that's it. It's the only big difference between us is the skull, which you usually do CTs now, and the abdomen, which, you know, you might do an ultrasound, but there's a KUB. That's a simple thing. So I can't see myself in the state of Michigan. It's a weird thing because in Michigan, you don't need a license. I know this is a boring talk for you guys, but it's part of my life. So if you're listening, if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of this. So there. So um, in Michigan, you got uh, no license there. So I, I guess you could just x-ray people indiscriminately. So it's less special. So here I am bitching about a license that I have to pay for, but it, inv it, it, it validates me making it easier for me to get more money, you know, separates me from the people who don't have a license, right? But over there, you don't need a license. Getting an x-ray is similar to uh, getting a shot of some sort because you don't really need qualifications to give shots. If you're a medical assistant, really, you just get in to become a medical assistant. You can take a test or you could go to school. You go to school for about a couple months, and really, you just learn on the job. So there you are being a medical assistant. And, um, you know, you got your uh, you got your x-ray. And uh, my, my, my focus just split just now. I don't even know where I'm at. Um, so a medical assistant that could just x-ray is really just a medical x-ray, a medical assistant that could x-ray. There's nothing special about them. So they get paid medical assistant pay. You know, me, I get paid limited tech pay plus medical assistance. So I could do all that. So, but there, they already do that. So they're not as valued. You know, you get Bob off the street and just start x-raying away. Okay, so you got that, right? And then you got the hospitals. Now, this is where you can make money, right, as an x-ray tech. Problem. I don't have the full scope license. So I have to go back to school. And they don't work. It doesn't work in a way where you could just get full scope right off the bat. There's like one online program where you have to do nine months of schooling, which does exactly the same thing. <laughs> and then you're full scope, which is kind of bullshit, but whatever, you know. And um, it just sucks, you know, because I know that when we leave, my, my wife will be all right, but I won't. And that's what bothers me. And it's not more about money. It's about the who I am, you know. This is a big thing in my world. I'm a guy who works, and that's it. I mean, you take that away from me, I'm like, what am I? You know, I know I podcast and try to write books or whatever, family guy. But a big component is the money. Well, how I make money is I get money from my work. And that's the who I am. I've always been this way, a guy who works. And the reality of it is I'm going to have to go back to school at 38, 
just to get another license and something I'm already doing just so I can get like okay money. And it bothers me. It does. And that's pretty much the only bad thing I have with moving to Michigan. I mean, on top of the fact that I'm leaving my friends here, but I mean, they'll get by. We play online. It's not that big of a deal. And so that's Michigan in a nutshell. My kid doesn't understand the ramifications. I don't even think my wife understands what that means to me, but uh, so be it. Anyways, uh, let's do this podcast, huh? Let's get let's get into it. Let's do some news. News. Gotta do some news. Yeah. Man accused of Hanukkah stabbing charged with federal hate crimes. So this guy is crazy, right? Now, people, I don't know why that's a thing not to say. I'm noticing it. As time goes by, crazy people aren't allowed to be called crazy. It's as, as if, like, there's no understanding that there's a spectrum here. You can be crazy like your voices, but you can also be crazy hear voices and kill people. Those are two different things. You're still crazy, just not at that level. So, he has a journal containing references of how he hates Jews. Which is such a weird thing, you know? Like, how did it get to you to be hating Jews? Like, it's not like there's some kind of signifier. Other than that little hat thing that they wear. Other than that, I mean, there's a lot of Jewish people that are just normal-looking clothes. Like, there's no, like, signif... Like, they're not wearing a hijab or, or I don't know, a monk outfit or anything walking around. They wear normal clothes. It just so happens they got this little hat. But other than that, you won't know. If you see them at the pool, you won't know that guy's a fucking Jewish guy. So how's it, how do you get to, like, like with black people, it kind of makes sense in the sense of you can see the color of their skin and you'd be like, I hate that guy or whatever. Or Asian people, you can see their slant eyes or something like that. You're like, I hate that people. Or uh, Mexicans, once again, they're brown. So that works too. Not all of them, but some, most of the time you can tell, right? But, like, Jewish people are, like, the people, like, you don't really, <laughs> it's not like something where you're like, that's a Jewish guy. I mean, it's like, if you had a row of people that are naked, you could tell what race they are. But Jewish people, you can't, you know? It's more an ideology than anything. It's not like a genetic marker for Ju- Judaism, you know? <laughs> so, this guy, he hates Jewish people, I guess, apparently. And he goes and goes to stab them. Um, the weird thing is, though, is people are taking umbrage with calling this guy crazy. This guy is fucking loony. He's batshit loony. There's no reason for him to do this. Semitic genocide. Internet searches, why did Hitler hate the Jews? So he fixated on that. This guy's just crazy. That's all it is. But because we're not going to address the elephant in the room... I like this as, as family goes. They're not making him look like a monster. He said in a telephone interview. My nephew is not a monster. He's just sick. He just needs help. See, people know their shit, you know. Problem is, you never turn him in, dude. That's your real problem. Yeah, whatever. So anyways, that's a thing. Because we can't address certain problems, we're not able to um, fix them. We'll never, you can never fix it. I tell my kid all this, this all the time. You'll never be able to fix a problem unless you can address it. I mean, it's quite obviously, it's, it's quite obvious that the reason, you know, the guy goes around killing Jewish people isn't because he's sane. It is because he's crazy. You know, you try to identify it as something like, 
hate or what these are unrealistic things you could dislike somebody difference of opinion but when you cross that threshold to killing then there's something wrong with you you know i mean if this was a normal fucking thing then everyone would be killing everybody that's not normal and because we won't address it as he's a crazy person we can't create a system in place to identify these sets of moods between crazy person who just drools in the corner or a crazy person who goes around stabbing people. You're like, there should be identifiers that we all as instinctual will understand, you know? Just like back in the day when we were living in huts and caves, we knew if we go outside the little town, we might get killed, you know? Or going into a cave in the forest, that's a bad move. We, we have identifiers for that, you know, through genetics and whatever and culture. Why can't we come up with that for crazy people? All right, well, Bobby is drooling in the corner. Well, Bobby ain't going to kill anybody. But Sam over there, Googling Nazis must die. Or not that, but Nazi, or Nazis are good guys or some shit like that. You know, I mean, that'd be a, like a clue. <laughs> but sometimes some people are just researching stupid shit where they're not doing anything. So, I mean, there has to be identifiers that can be categorized. If you start treating this guy like a human being and identifying the crazy steps that it took him to get to where he's at, then you would have identifiers. So then when, so it's all about prevention. So if a family member is okay to say, my, my brother's not a monster. He's just sick, meaning crazy. Then he would have had the knowledge of what this guy is capable of. And then fucking minority report this guy, you know, just get this guy minority report, not meaning he's racist, but minority report the movie. You know, where they stop a crime before it happens. I mean, there has to be a reason. I mean, there must have been a, a sign. I mean, they're looking at his his search engines, you know, why Nazis hate Jews or whatever. I mean, the, the, the signs were there, you know. I mean, there's probably millions of other little things, like little comments he said, yeah, them fucking Jews or something like that, you know, if that thing is get taken out of context. But, I mean, like, yeah, it's just a weird fucking race of people to come after, you know, an ideology. That's like a attacking jenny craig or some shit like that they're a stain on society you know <laughs> or some bullshit like that obviously this guy's crazy the fact that we walk away from it and start ca causing causing calling it a hate crime and shit means that we're never gonna fix anything because we're avoiding the actual the heart of the matter i was trying to look for comments i guess there's no comments yeah i, I wanted to see the comments though See, you know, if anyone said, oh, yeah, he's not crazy. He's just, uh, my brother's crazy, so therefore he wouldn't kill anybody. Some bullshit like that. Oh, I got some comments. What do we got here? Regardless, regardless of the rate, let me, let me read this. So basically, as I'm perusing through the comments, people are really searching for this is a race thing. I don't know how come. It's because he's black, you know, like, because he's a black guy. People want to turn this into a race thing. And I don't I don't think it is. I mean, he's just he attacked Jewish people for being crazy. <sighs> and then it's like people are so quick to turn it into a race thing or something that's quantifiable, but really it is mental illness. The guy is crazy, you know, and then people want to turn it into a Regardless if he's crazy, he should be punished. I'm like, yeah. See, if at least we're moving towards a direction. If you acknowledge he's crazy, then we can then go to the direction of, what do we do now? 
do we kill these crazy people that are doing this or do we try to help them you know there you go at least you're moving somewhere but when you start turning it into a race thing like he hates jews and this this and that it's not i no all right here we go now this article caught my eye single mum this is england single mum branded fat cow sheds half her body weight in a year so in a half so this chick she loses 12 stone you know because this is in uh england so they lose 12 stone and i converted that that's 168 pounds so she was double that and um i don't know why this is a news article so the chick lost weight you know, you know how she lost weight she cut back the bad food exercised and uh, ate healthy amazing and uh after that then she wanted revenge right so because people would make fat jokes so either because this is the uk which i thought was kind of like america i guess not people are just walking around calling fat people fat people apparently because that's what this headline is they want you to click on it to fucking get enraged because obviously people are constantly making fun of fat people non-stop i think in high school yes and maybe behind closed doors maybe but to somebody's face look fat cow that's uncomfortable that's just uncomfortable for her, someone to call her fat cow is like a crazy fucking thing you know where the fuck is she hanging out you know for somebody to call her that but look at this this is a um sign that shaming works though they called her fat cow and now she lost half her weight so that's something to be said ah it's crazy all right here we go star wars screenwriter claims kelly marie trans scenes were cut because of bad cgi so the new star wars movie came out and this one character i guess is um name is rose tico and uh she she's in the movie but pretty much like an extra with lines and um people are mad because she doesn't have enough uh lines and scenes in this movie which is understandable because they they, they cram quite a bit in the end of this movie trying to close off not only the third movie in the trilogy but the entire saga right now, a good comparison of com completing a saga was Infinity War. But at the end of Infinity War, you didn't really see all the characters. Like, I didn't see Black Panther say anything as much other than boom, boom, wah, you know, other than that. But you don't get any, like, oh, these, these fucking people are racist. It's understandable that, that with all the characters, this is the way you, you end it, right? Now... It's, it's fucking sad that people are turning this into a race thing. The character itself... See, I, now I wish... It makes me really wish that the character was white. Because this would have been a non-issue. If not, if it was a white man. How about that? Even better. <laughs> because no one would bitch about it. Because it would have just been a character. Because that's all that is. This character got a lot of screen time. And I just finished watching Star Wars 8 too recently. It's all right. I, I can't help but watch that movie and get angry at this this middle movie that fucked up the entire series. Just did. Had some good ideas in it though, and I feel like if you would have fleshed those ideas out, it would have been a better movie. But uh, so be it. 
So you got this Rose Tico person who's like played by some Asian lady. And this character, all they do is this quite literally um, get into it with Finn about escaping, gets this idea about going to this one planet to uh, get a thief who can hack this uh, giant ship, right? And they fuck up. They they have some kind of social com commentary on um, on you know rich people getting rich off of war and people owning horses and slaves, by the way, and slaves because they had slave kids. I, I don't know why that's a big. Why is it more pushed on the horses? Well, they're fucking hurting those horses. Well, they fucking have slaves. Let's be worried about that more than the fucking random horses. Well, anyways. That's that movie. That's all she does, really. They find they find the thief. They find a thief, and they go back and they fail. Their mission fails. It's like a subplot that goes nowhere. You know, it doesn't achieve anything, and they don't make anything out of it. And I get, I understand though. Like for instance, Rogue One had a lot of scenes where they're trying to do one thing, didn't work, and they do another. This movie didn't do that. It did a complete entire scene to end in nothing. It wasn't like to, to make this work would be they got captured but then they managed to succeed you know but they couldn't succeed because if they did they wouldn't have their scenes on the planet so they created this cockamamie scene and extra subplot to accomplish nothing it, it accomplishes nothing and the movie trudges on and that's i mean there's nothing this character does it's like this character just wastes time that's all and then okay so finn's about to kill himself saving the rebel base and she stops him and then kisses him. And it's like, what? Why? But why? Where did this come from? This guy, the moment Ray Finn wakes up, he goes, Ray. And then his whole fucking being is about finding Ray. And I mean, like, it just is because he's running around naked trying to find Ray. And then he finds this little tracker thing. And guess what he's going to do? Everyone's going to die. He's going to go trying to find Ray. At the very end of the movie, Ray comes out and he's like, Ray, they hug. And that's about it. That's the end of the movie for them. And that, I mean, why did you build that up to do nothing? And then why would you make Rose? Why would you inject Rose into that? You know, it's like Han Solo, uh, Luke Skywalker and Leia have some kind of weird love triangle. They don't. And then you insert like Lando, which it, it wasn't even a thing. And then, like, why not insert C-3PO? You know, what the fuck? Why not, you know? That's all it was. I just thought it was stupid. The fact that people are trying to make this a thing is terrible. And then Disney's response, well, there were some CG scenes, and we fucked up. One guy fucking said that there should be a show devoted to her. And I'm like, devoted to Rose Tico? Really? Really? Like, like, like Boba Fett style or Rose Tico style? Come, come on, let's be real here. Like... When Han Solo came out, man, you could have made a show on him. You could have made a show about Luke. You could have made a show about Leia. Those are the three. Who are your three? Who are your big names for this, you know, for this new trilogy? You got your Kylo Ren. You got your Rey. And then who are the other ones? See, they couldn't commit to one. It's either – it's got to be Poe because he gets most of the screen time, right? Those three aren't really connected in any kind of way other than being on the same side. But they're not really into each other, you know, and then Finn's there, you know, and the, ah, it's, a, it's a fucking mess. Yet they're racist because of um, 
Rose Tico. And then they had to make some kind of a lying excuse. Oh, yeah, there's some bad CG, so it didn't work. Who cares? <laughs> Rose Tico. And, like, when I hear people say, Rose Tico was my favorite character, I think to myself, this must be some kind of a troll. Let's see what the people say. One seemingly inexcusable change is the near absence of you know, Rose Tico. Inexplicably, was her character and side sub story during that last movie? Yeah. I'm trying to see if anyone's arguing. Ah, I just read all the comments. A lot of people hate Rose too, but that's just people who comment on Yahoo. <laughs> so you gotta take that with a grain of salt. Uh, China convicts three researchers involved in gene editing babies. So this guy made this made these um, unborn kids immune to AIDS, apparently, which um, we don't know if it's going to work or not, right? And we don't know what else that might entail. But I only bring this up because they're arresting him, probably in quotation marks, and probably going to go full bore. If, like depending on how these kids come out, if they're immune. To AIDS or whatever it's it's gonna be this might be the birth of the fucking third world war right here these fucking Chinese people that sounds racist but these Chinese people with the with the ability to like gene edit I mean like I think we do too but it'd be against the law this guy broke the supposed law but if it fucking works I could see them going going ahead on and doing that I mean you got you have a structure of a government that is singular you know it's not like a, a regime that changes every 10 years it's like a forever regime you know they like they're like oh shit that fucking worked yes let's keep doing it you're gonna have like 30 millions you know <laughs> and then america being as like noble as it's trying to be to be like we can't do that and then like if china does it then russia will follow suit you know so this might be the birth of third world war right here we might have to start a war just to stop this shit you know depending on what kind of kids are coming out you know like why stop there you know some weird shit's gonna be coming out in the next like 10 years with this gene editing it's gonna be like you know three three-legged people like three eyes fucking maybe an akira i don't know shit's scary bro all right so, uh, that's it for news. I really didn't find any good news stories, so you only got 26 minutes of that. So, um, uh, you know, let's go into some riff section. Riff section! Section of riffs! Motherfucker! Riff section. Okay. So, Candace Owens is this black lady who is a Republican conservative. And a voice for PragerU. And she says all things. And she's pretty clever. She's sharp in her fangs. She's like a good debater. And um, it's weird. Like I think the only reason why she says what she says is just because she is the opposite of of what, what's going on nowadays with the woke movement. She's black. She's female. She should be all rights a democratic person. You know, hardcore democrat. But she's on the other side, the Republican side. So she's like pro-choice and pro-guns and, you know, pro-poor people going downward, rich people going higher. You know, that that's a vague accusation, that one right there. 
But, I mean, eh, I don't know. I feel like the proof is in the pudding kind of thing. But I don't want to argue that. So she's got this thing where she's she's uh, she's pro-choice. She goes, 62% of all abortions happen to black women, you know. Oh, well, she goes, 62% of all abortions in Alabama are performed on black women. So, and black women account for only 7% of the population. So her move is to say that it's racist to, in, in, in a weird kind of way, is saying it's racist to have abortions, you know. So she because she's pro-choice, she's attacking it at a different angle. And I have to say, man, like, is it some kind of a, strategy here is it a um do like do she does she have a group of people a cabal of smart people to come up with this shit that's such a hardcore argument for pro-choice you know you're just like the reason why abortion's legal so they're trying to get rid of black people you know through eugenics which is kind of weird because it is in a way a thing because planet parenthood was made by like some lady who is like hardcore, like anti, like super racist. And she wanted to get rid of a lot of the immigrants. So she came up with Planned Parenthood to try to get rid of the babies, meaning, you know, teach them about contraceptives and have abortions for cheap to keep women from not having babies. Marketed to um, the immigrants, really, like anyone who's not white. But uh, anyone else could use it. But it just so happens that poor people use it most. It's a funny thing, though, if you think about it. Now, like, Candace Owens is making it, like, a thing in which it's our, it's the system in place that's fucking everything up, you know? But, like, I think that's, like, the natural progression of things. You're always going to have a group of people, the have-nots, and usually if you're not in good standing with stuff, you're not going to have kids, you know? Like, if you're real poor and you have a choice of abortion or bringing a kid into the, the world of your poorness, you're probably going to choose the abortion thing. So when you go to these states with lots of poor people or whatever, and it just so happens to be black people or black women, I guess. I mean, that's stupid to specify black women are getting abortions. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you could say that, yeah. Why, why would you say black people? Because it's not like guys, so we might as well just go black women. But they say that mostly the black women are getting the, the abortions and such, you know. I mean, that should be more of a statistic to see why that's happening, not let's stop abortions because it's racist, you know. it's She's giving the facts, okay, and that's one thing. But it's at the same time, is it really – is it really proving a point for uh, pro-choice? I mean, it's not like, okay, well, shit, obviously this is racist, so everyone should have babies now. I don't think that's a, that's the key, you know? And you, you're telling me that, like, black people don't have, like, the intelligence to know if they want abortion or not? I think they do. I think they understand if they want an abortion or not. Right? They, I think Candace Owens is racist towards black people for even suggesting that. She doesn't suggest it. She just throws out that fact. But what's the point of the fact? To point out what? that people are black women are just getting abortions no black women are putting themselves in that position because they have the intelligence and the foresight to know what they want to do what they don't want to do they want to get it on with, i mean like yeah it sucks that you have poor people having kids that they, they some people shouldn't have kids right not poor people per se but some people shouldn't have kids and they just have it anyways 
until we take away the right to have a kid, I mean, that is their right, you know, and they want to have a kid if they want to fuck and then get pregnant and say, hey, you know what? I don't want this baby. That's right, too. It just so happens it's murder. But I mean, whatever. I mean, it's just the one time in human existence where where women have the say in in that in that sense, you know, because it's, it's their baby. Right. It's inside them, you know. And if they want to murder it, they can murder it. You know, I mean, that, that's where we're at right now. <laughs> that's our system. It sucks, but that's the way it is. And to say, you know, only 62% of black women are doing it, you know, and so therefore it's racist or whatever, you know, I, I, you're racist because you you think they don't know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're having kids and then they want to abort kids. That's what they want to do. That is what, it sucks. You don't have to like it. You just have to accept it. You know, and then to turn it into a race thing, well, let's let's instead of turning into a race thing, let's identify why this is happening and then go from there. And it's kind of weird because like the same kind of philosophy of thinking of trying to stop abortion because it's racist, because, you know, um, it's mostly black people getting it. Here you got this ID legislation, you got this opposer voter ID registration. So like if there's a thing in which people should have IDs to vote. And so the counter to that is that's racist. The reason why is because a lot of black people don't have IDs. And you're like, wait, that's racist to say because black people know how to get IDs. I saw a little bit about it where like you're like, you know how to get a license, right? And they're like, yeah, of course. And so they have the intelligence to get licenses, you know. This is this is a weird uh, strategy to get your fat it's like some kind of a like a i don't know a non-linear way of attack you know you're saying you know black people are they're not they they are not the ones who can get ids that's why this is racist you shouldn't have uh voter registration for ids you should because black people aren't able to get the ids because they don't mostly most of them don't have ids i'm like oh, i don't know about that i mean like if you even have that stat that that's that group of people and that's them you know and so they should be allowed to vote well i guess maybe they shouldn't be allowed to vote man if they don't know how to get a license i don't know that's a grandiose thing but you, you you then again you're using the same argument for abortions though you're you're saying yeah man this is racist because you're aborting mostly women you know well how does it work for the fucking id thing so if you want to oppose this whole id for voting you know, and saying and citing that, you know, not enough black people have the, the thing. And then your counter is, well, black people know how to get IDs, although they if they don't, they don't, you know, so it shouldn't be a problem. And then you go back into this Candace Owen way of thinking, well, you should get abortions because you're just aborting black people. You're trying to get rid of black people. I think that's a messy argument, both in both instances. Uh, yeah, well, that's my thought on that. All right, let's see what else we got going on here for thoughts. Well, all right, so I'm just going to attach some. That's it for that thought process. But now I got some thoughts I recorded earlier with my car thoughts. I think this will be the last time I have car thoughts and things like that because uh, I had a friend, he listened to the podcast, and he couldn't even understand the content in the sense of he didn't like the quality of the sound. And I was like, oh, shit, oh. Maybe I have to up my game. So if I can record a podcast, I will. But if it's in the car, no way, Jose. Maybe, maybe I'll come back to it. I don't know. But here are some thoughts. Enjoy. Enjoy.
car thoughts. Motherfucking car thoughts. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Some car thoughts. Let's listen to this uh, podcast of this guy called Boyan Slot. I talk about him often whenever I talk about Greta Thunberg or when I'm talking about the protesters or when I'm talking about the thousand scientists protests. There was like this time period a couple months ago in was it October no, October or August I think or September one of those three months where a bunch of scientists got together and protested in climate change and I got fucking pissed in the year 2019 scientists protesting instead of just organizing and coming up with something is ridiculous you know scientists you're supposed to figure shit out invent something you know be an inventor organize you got the you got the science if you call yourself a scientist you should be able to figure some shit out rather than saying oh yeah we'll just regulate the government and here i am listening to this boy on slot and i might that's my thought like instead of protesting you should just come up with like actual solutions and then implement them you know you, you, you're not gonna just make the government do things you know like i mean yeah you can get them to do something slowly if you actually cared in the sense of, you know, getting your message out there and voting at the public level and then moving from there and so on and so forth. It's it's hard work. It's actual work. But when you just try to just change the culture of everything and hopefully your government officials will do something, I don't know if that's ever going to really happen, you know. However, whenever you try to invent something, okay, for instance, I, I mean, like, when people started having trash, they didn't just decide, you know, yeah, trash cans exist. No, they had to invent trash cans. They had to invent trucks to to, 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 to pick up trash because it just made it easier, you know, rather than just people having garbage everywhere. We made, The government made trucks and shit like that. Or not the government per se, but somebody came up with the idea of having garbage trucks pick up trash. And, I mean, it's ballooned from there. Now we have like an organization devoted to picking up trash and moving it out of our area. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities to, to figure a way to get rid of trash. You know, if you have enough scientists or an individual who has an idea and organizes, you can probably figure something out. Like this guy, he cleans up plastic. So at the age of 16, he gets a, an idea. Rather than getting on a podium and yelling at the government, government's bad, corporation's bad, let me get on my plane, support this corporation, and then talk shit about said corporation. I get the message. Yeah, man, corporations are bad. Yeah, fuck them. Pollution's bad. Fuck it. But that's it. That's all you're doing. And, I mean, good message. Great. Got it. But people have been saying that for hundreds of years. In fact, I don't think there's anybody, in fact, that's against getting rid of pollution. Now, how you go about that, that's when it gets kind of fuzzy. And you're going to get into a lot of fighting. But the real way is to just invent something or organize something. So the 16-year-old kid, Boyan, figures out, you know, maybe we could clean up the plastic in the ocean with some kind of contraption. The idea doesn't work. But he keeps at it. And he gets people to help him out and come up with better ideas. And now he's doing it. And he's testing it, and he has like a five-year plan. At least he has a plan. He says, like, this shit might take 30 years. 
but at least he has a plan in effect to clean the ocean of plastic. I mean, this one 16-year-old kid had a cockamamie idea that didn't quite work until he organized and got people to help him. Instead of bitching against the government about how, oh, they're bad, you know, or like, I don't even think it's her. I think it's somebody trying to push her into doing this. It's not hard to influence a, a, a kid, you know, as long as you get the right people, you get kids to do anything. I mean, shit. I mean, that's why you got the Mormon church, you know. Well, anyways, I mean, so, right, I mean, when everybody starts talking about this lady, uh, with she's so great, person of the year, and all that. And I'm like, wait a minute, what about this kid? This kid actually came up with something and is working to that goal. I mean, with this chick's influence, if only she would like get more people to help her out to actually affect change. Not changing the government. That's just not going to happen. You can yell at the government all you want. It just moves slowly. There's all these little interests. But if you actually get a bunch of inventors and then pull your money and resources into fixing a said problem, you're set. So you're thinking what? Climate. You want to get us... What What is affecting the climate? You're thinking CO2? Fucking invent something. Figure a small way of getting rid of CO2 and grow that up. Grow it up. You know? Because the kid... The six-year-old kid, Boyan, comes up with some cockamamie idea of how to clean plastic off and it doesn't work. But now he comes... like. Years later, he's, what, 25, and uh, from 16 to 25, it took him some time, but he finally fucking got it with money and everything and help. He's got 100 employees working with them to get this going. 100 people are able to change the world. It takes about 10, 20 years, but at least we're moving towards a positive direction. Right now, we're not. We're just fighting. We're saying corporations are bad. People aren't going to give up their fucking cars. This is, it's just stupid. It's like, we're starving. We need food. So what do you want to do about it? Well, government, figure it out. No. Why don't you figure it out? That's how that's how it works. If you wanna if you wanna protest, why don't you instead of protest organize? Organize and instead of protest, promote. Promote your idea. Say, alright everybody, we got a thousand people here. We figured something out. We'll pull our money together and start making it happen. That's actual work. Put actual time into it drawing on a fucking piece of cardboard and saying, you know, climate change, climate change matters or, you know, fuck the government or something like that. That's not really putting in time. That's not really doing anything. And this lady, she's getting all around the world, you know, protesting and such, but it's really just a world tour, not accomplishing anything, bringing attention to something everyone already knows. The climate's fucked up. What do we do about it? I mean, I can't, I mean, like, it's, it's as if I just, like, took my nine-year-old kid and said, hey, let's protest war. War is bad. And then we just kept doing it. Of course fucking war is bad. Of course the climate's fucked up. But we can fix it. That's, that's the problem. A lot of people don't understand that. They just want to give up. They want to give up and want to blame somebody. Stop blaming. Stop, and start fixing. Organize. That's all you got to do. I mean, that, that's it, really. And this kid's doing it. I mean, why aren't we having him as person of the year? I mean, at least his idea isn't the biggest. It's not the best. It's not even a great idea. But it is an idea that has forward momentum. And it will work. I mean, feasibly. I mean, he's already gotten it to work. 
and he keeps pushing forward. Only way it would fail is if someone makes it fail. But obviously, I mean, like, if he's able to clean the plastic up, create an industry off of it to, to you know, galvanize it to continuously clean, that's kind of a hard thing, though. 30 years from now, what are you going to do if all the plastic's gone, you know? Your, your corporation's done. But, I mean, more, more planning like that, you know? Uh, to invent some kind of a carbon dioxide diffuser or something like that. We've been doing it in submarines for fucking 60 years or so. Something like that. We know how to get rid of carbon dioxide. I mean, there's got to be a way. You know, make more trees. I don't know. But um, if, you, if you got a group of people and you're complaining, why, why not instead of complaining, get shit done? Imagine at work, instead of actually doing work, you just complained. Say your job is to, to build a wall. And you're like, ah, let's just complain about the wall. Ah, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that. Well, why don't we just put a brick right here? Nah, man, we can't do that. It's the government's fault. Uh, I have a brick in my fucking hand. Let me put it down right here. Oh, I'll just take too long. It'll take even longer if you don't fucking move that brick. How do you build a road? How do you walk a distance? Well, I can't take a step because of the government. I gotta stop the government. I mean, like, Jesus Christ. This is such an easy thing. But we get caught up in what's easy. Uh, that's the problem. You know, I mean, the smart thing is to play upon people's, e like, the way they move. They move in easy ways. They're gonna recycle if they have a recycling bin next to their trash can. It just makes sense. It's like most people are not going to go out of their way to just throw trash away. They're just lazy, you know. But if the, if the fucking thing just does it itself, they're going to do it. So if you create systems in place just to fucking do things, you just, you're just going to do it, you know. You're, no one deliberately wants the world to be shitty. Nobody. Not one person. But they, if, if, you, if you create a system in place to clean it all up, it's, they're going to do it. They're going to just fucking do it. And the same way in thinking. If you create a gravity of information, an energy level of let's just bitch at the government and blame them, everyone's going to fucking do that. Because it's just easy to blame the government or blame the president or blame one individual or something like that or some mystical body called the government, you know? You know, I call it mystical because it's not like a thing you can touch. It's just a system in place with a group of people that we vote in, that we think we vote in. And then hopefully some shit gets done. The reality of things, the true nature of things is this. Fucking, it's, it's, it's harder to do something than it is to bitch at something. And that's, that's what happens. So maybe we need to create a system in place to create... To, to, to funnel people into to smart thoughts. At least, like, when they start to protest, they start thinking, you know what, instead of protesting, let's organize. Because that makes more sense. So, more examples of Boyot's lot, I think, would work. If more people showed examples of getting shit done and um, showing that failure is okay because as long as you, you know, get to the next step, you're good. You know, because that's life. Life's about failure and moving forward. Not failure and laughing at it. Ha 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 ha. Boyan, you fucked up. You're 16 and you're stupid. No. He just kept going and eventually he got it to work. This lady, she's just protesting at the government. What, what What's going to do? What's going to happen? You keep protesting and eventually, ha ha, you didn't. There's nothing to work or fix. It's just the way it is. And, I mean, like, it's not like... A, 
it's not an invention. It's not a way to organize. You're just organizing and talking. And then, like, what's that going to do? Bring pressure on them? They're still going to do what they're going to do. I mean, we still have war. <laughs> You're not going to fix something like corporations. You're just not. But what you can do is create a system in place to fix things. Like CO2 cleaners. Or plastic cleaners. Like Boyan Slot's idea. I don't know. I always, I, my biggest gripe is when people fucking try to protest as opposed to fix things. Fixing things is harder. And that's why it's the thing you should do. Protesting things seems a lot easier. And that's why you see people do it all the time. It's because, you know, it's easy to be like, oh yeah, fuck these guys. It's these guys' fault. It's all their fault. If only it was, they could do something about it. That's easy because you're just diffusing responsibility. You're just saying, oh, it's their fault. But if you if you just like, I don't know, did something, like organized, you'd be set. Or if you really, really give a shit and you really want to stop stuff, stop buying shit. Everybody, just stop buying shit. Let's go back to being cavemen. And go back to real dying. You know, where where infant mortality. I had to get some water. And so I kind of cut out on that one. But I don't even know my train of thought. Basically, I'm, ha I'm beating a dead horse. I just now figured out. But I mean, like... I mean, I get having a message. And I get protesting. But I think that people's time would be better utilized if they just organized together to to do something other than protesting government officials. And if you're going to protest government officials, seriously, just start from the ground level and work your way up. Stop trying to get from the, the top level. Because they're just not going to do anything. You get the smaller people and work your way up. And that's how you really change things. But that's pointless. That's just, just pointless. We have trash cans for a reason. We have fucking... I don't know. What's another way of cleaning shit up? Uh, I don't know. Cleaning trash. There you go. Fucking, that's the best one, really. I mean, like, you want to... If you really want to stop all this pollution and without actually thinking, well, we go back to the, you know, the, the Stone Age, you know, where we don't have anything, you know. But we're not going to get, like, think about it. Are we really going to get rid of cars? Are we really going to get rid of food? <laughs> you know, like farms and shit, factory farming. Or we're gonna get. Or, uh, well, hopefully we can get away from that. But are we really gonna get rid of a lot of technology? No, we're gonna keep moving forward. And with that, you're just wasting time when you're protesting against the government about the climate and everything else. As opposed to just maybe protesting the government and like inventing things or something like that. But either way, you should work with things, not go against things. Yeah. Oh well. You know, it's kind of a stupid thing when someone gets on their iPhone and says, you know, fuck pollution and these government and these corporations. You're on a fucking iPhone, man. You're, you're contributing. And I mean, like, if you're not going to change, no one's going to change, you know. <laughs> oh, well. All right. That's, that's it for that. Car thoughts. Car thoughts and the thoughts in the car. Thoughts. Oh, that dog look cute. Hey, guys. Got some car thoughts for you. I recorded a some of these earlier let's see 14 uh, I recorded some of these earlier with some thoughts and some cars but uh the audio quality wasn't that great so I was like uh what do I do do I re-record try to recapture lightning in a bottle or do I just let it go into the ether of nothingness 
And I decided I'll try to re-record, try to recapture. You know, you don't know until you try. And maybe I'll I'll get some magic going with this uh, podcast as I'm car thotting. All right, let me see where I'm at. Okay, 44. Cool. All right. So give me a second. I'm here. I'm kind of turning left. Jesus Christ! I can't see worth a damn. Sun's so bright nowadays. So let me see here. Where, where am I at? So I watched this uh, inter not interview, but a uh, guy, Tim Kennedy. No, not Tim Kennedy. I forgot his name. Tim something or other. He's got this uh, YouTube uh, channel called uh, Tim Cast. It's on YouTube, Tim Cast. Check it out. And um, he talks really fast. He's real aggro, this dude. And um, he um, he he was responding or reacting towards uh, this one girl named Greta Thunberg. And uh, what she is is she's a um, a 16-year-old climate activist, right? And so what she did was she made a big deal. She made headlines when she just made a speech uh, in front of all these people and um, bitching out America or the world, I guess, but felt like just America for, um, you know, not doing anything. The world leaders need to figure out this whole climate change. So basically, she went on a tirade about how how the government should figure it out and the government isn't doing anything about it and we're robbing her future from her and her ilk or the other children and um, that's about it really so basically she said climate change is bad corporations are bad they need to figure it out bad 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 so I have, a, I have a feeling, though, if you grab an individual person and say, hey, you want that climate to change for the worse or the better? They would say the better. And you take a bunch of those people and they're in the corporation. Do you think they are going for the worst or the better? They're going for the best that they can do. Now, that may not be the best thing to do, but at least they're, you know, they're trying to do what they're going to do. I don't think that there are just rich people thinking, you know, oh, you know what? Fuck everybody. Probably is that one person or two people. But I, I don't I don't think as a whole they're thinking, you know, fuck everybody. They're trying to get money, yeah. But they're trying to, like, reduce carbon emissions the best way they can. Problem is, it's hard to do, right? If you got a corporation giving people iPhones and Amazon stuff and shit like that, I mean, the the real power is in the people, not the corporations. The people have to stop buying these things. The people need to not use these things. And that's the world Greta Thunberg wants without even knowing it. She wants climate change. It's Okay, there's two avenues here. Either we're just naked in the woods or we uh, invent something. Now... The, the goal she's going for without even knowing it is naked in the woods. You know, have government change things, regulate things. And that won't be enough. You really have to just stop using stuff. That's really it. It's, uh, I mean, the long and short of it. But she's just a child and she doesn't understand that. But she is just a, a kid who just says things that are duh, you know. Bad people need to stop being bad. Good people need to start being good. I mean, that's all she's saying. But now you're just using an, a, a subject, you know. Uh, government needs to do good things, you know. 
That doesn't really solve anything. And how could it? How could a 16-year-old solve anything? They can't. They can say things. But reality is, what you're saying is just words. And, I mean, yeah, cool, man. My kid does it all the time. He's like, let's feed all the homeless. I'm all like, then we wouldn't have any money. Do you want to be homeless? Well, let's feed just that one homeless guy. But where does it stop? You know? And why am I feeding this guy? This guy looks like he worked. Why isn't he working? Probably drugs. You never know. There's more nuances than just to just do good. Just do that. You know, like, my kid likes candy. Great. Do I then give him candy all the time? No. That'd be bad for him. But giving him candy's good. Yes. For that short term. But long term, no. It's not. And if you think in ways like that, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna end up having bad kids. You're gonna end up having bad things. If you don't think ahead like that. Yeah, let me just buy whatever comes to my mind because it makes me feel good. Or let me just do things that just seem good right then and there. You know, no matter the consequence of later on. You give a homeless guy money, he goes buys more drugs. I'm not saying that's what's gonna happen. I'm saying like you don't know. That's that's the thing. Well, there's a possibility he could be doing good things. Well, if there's a possibility this guy could be doing good things, he'd probably be doing good things. It's more probable that he's doing bad things. I mean, that's just the way it is. And sometimes people they got it bad, right? That's not every homeless person, but it is. It is some homeless people. Give me a second, I have to pass this fucking car right quick. And I did. Yes. Anyways, so she goes on that tirade and whatever. It's just uh, to me, it's just a 16-year-old saying things. But people with their political agendas and their ideologies, they gotta create something that's not there. She's like a flame for all the children of the world and all this bullshit, right? Or She's just a uh, political mouthpiece for liberals and blah, 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 blah. She really isn't trying to do anything. She's trying to pull a political agenda. Well, whatever, okay? She said, to me, just a 16-year-old, yes, she could be being used. I've always theorized that Jones, John Smith, the uh, creator of the Mormon church, so he was a 14-year-old kid, or 16, I forgot when, who magically said, hey, look, you know what? I found these magical tablets saying that uh, we're the we're the 13th tribe or whatever Battlestar Galactica story I have. And there's these golden discs that I read and only I can read it with this rock or whatever. And this is like a little kid, man. He just comes up with this shit. And then all of a sudden there's a religion based on him being hit the, the progenitor, the, the main guy. I always theorized that it wasn't him. He had an idea, a story, and other people thought, you know what, we can use this, and we will. And it was other people pushing pushing this kid forward. I think that's what Greta Thunberg is. I think uh, she's just saying things, and it makes sense, right? If you, To a child, you know, do good things, they're good. Do, doing bad things is bad. You know, talking to them in that respect, of course they're going to choose whatever without, without having to think ahead, you know? Like, I should do something I want. And uh, if it doesn't, and if, of course it's going to pay me well. You have a kid now. Well, I guess I have to do whatever I want still, right? No, you got to you gotta work for your kid. So you got to do whatever it takes for that kid, right? That's better, right? Oh, shit, growing up is hard. 
<laughs> I mean, growing up is a real thing. It, everyone does it, and some people don't understand it. They just kind of go through the steps. But uh, things aren't just like easy and black and white. You know, shit, shit's real, man. You can't just say government regulate fucking climate. They can't. They have interests too. I mean, it's it's way complicated to be like, hey, iPhone, stop making iPhones. You know, and then like, wait, 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 wait. What are you doing controlling me? I'm international. You can't you control me in America. You know, I mean, like it's it's a hard fucking thing. I know you want to have a country of nothing. That's what you want. That's what's going to happen. Um, the best way, if anything, is to invent something. You know, you got climate. It's fucked up. Invent something. You got a guy. Kid, uh, like a kid who dropped out of school and uh, he invented something. To clean plastic out of the ocean. He had a problem. Instead of protesting, he created this. Now that, that's pioneer. That is true intelligence. That is wisdom. That guy is not part of any political agenda. That guy is a true hero. Greta Thunberg isn't a hero. She's just a naive little girl, you know, saying some shit. That makes sense. And of course you could agree with it. Why wouldn't you? You know, regulate. Climate change, all that, of course, duh. But it's more nuanced than that, and you don't really understand what you're saying. Hell, I don't even know what I'm saying, and I'm an adult. But I, I do know when kids are talking, they do like to say the, the things that sound pretty, and they just kind of go with that. And most people never grow out of that phase. They kind of just go with what sounds pretty. You know, do the best that you can, and never sacrifice, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Life is about sacrifice, you know. The things that you want, you usually got to sacrifice something for it. You know, it's about struggle and overcoming struggle. Now, it never works out where you just go, I'm just going to do the things that I f that feels good. That never wor really works out. kind of falls apart. Well, anyways, whatever, Greta. She comes out with this other thing, and this is where I'm the meat of the matter. I just had to give you some back backstory here. So, she goes, um, let me see where I'm at. About 10 minutes, huh? She starts talking about how we need to fix the patriarchy, and that really is what it is. So we move from climate change to men are evil, and uh, women will never get ahead in life. I'm like, what the fuck? What happened here? That's it. That's it. It's not climate. It's men. Fuck them. And then that, and then the fangs really start showing. Now, whoever's in charge of her, whoever's manipulating her, has shown their fangs, and so be it. You know, that's that's cool. And then what that does is create a opposite end of her, you know, antithesis to her. Where people are like, fuck this, da-da-da. Now, the idea was when you work in a 16-year-old, no one's going to attack a kid, let alone a female, you know. Ah, you're wrong. See, but now that ha now because of her and her fucking radical ways, you've got Tim, Tim Cast guy. And... This motherfucker gets on this fucking high horse and starts shitting on this girl. He doesn't mean to. It's just he loses track of what he's doing and what he's talking about. He really did. He was like, she's so stupid. I'm like, she's 16. She's not stupid. Naive, maybe. I mean, not as much knowledge. But she's not stupid. He starts to go on about how she's just a uh, mouthpiece and she should shut up. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing. He didn't say those exact words. But I, I, w I really wish I had got some direct quotes. But it really came off like he was shitting on the 16-year-old. Like, at first, it, like, if you, if you don't know she's 16 and a gr little girl, you, you don't, 
when he's going on about her, you're like, yeah, fuck this bitch. But in reality, this bitch is a 16-year-old little girl who's just saying things that kind of make sense to a 16-year-old or a child or anyone who's a child, honestly. I mean, government bad, pollution bad. Yeah, fuck yeah, duh, okay, pollution's bad, I get it. Government, well, you know, you got to kind of work with who you got. I mean, shit, but he goes on, and, like, other people do it, too. They kind of start, it's, I don't know why it's always white guys, but they all start with, and I'm not, I'm not saying that white people are evil and white guys are evil. It's just, it so happens, a bunch of these guys uh, who are, you know, talking the shit, you know, and uh, trying to hammer down a fucking naive child's uh, ideas or ideals, um, you know, it just, it just, it's just weird. I don't know really how to quantify that, but you gotta, you got these guys, they're like, yeah, fuck this bitch, they don't say that, but they're like, she's so stupid, and like, she, how dare she say this, and now she's going after men, fuck you, you can't come after me, I said, fuck you, not you, and then, you know, they, they, they start cursing and shit, and they just get shitty with her, and that sucks, man, and then, like, I remember when Colin Kaepernick, that, uh, that guy, that football player, came out, and it was funny because, like, these guys, white guys, apparently, they were, like, they come out, the Ben Shapiro's and the Tim cast people and all these, like, Pragu you or whatever the fuck these people are. They're all white guys. They come out and they start saying shit. And they're trying not to sound racist, but it's like an action speak louder than words kind of thing. So Kaepernick is a football player who's not good got it he starts sitting down for the national anthem because he's think he's trying to make a statement he's using his position as a statement all right his statement is as such i don't like black people getting brutalized by cops now stats wise that's not not a thing that's as big as he's making it out to but why would you be against that i mean if it was just one person why would you be against that I don't like cops brutalizing that one guy. Why, why would you be against that? Nobody's against, no one should be ever against that. Yeah, you have these fucking white guys. They came out of nowhere and they're like, fuck this guy. He's just doing this for money and blah, blah, blah. And, all, right, all right, listen. He's doing this shit, whatever the fuck his reasons are. But the message is there. His message is as such. Stop brutalizing black people. If, if you're against that message... You're a racist. So, yeah, fuck him. Attack the character. Okay, attack the character. But don't attack his message. And just recognize his message. In fact, in every fucking sentence, when it's like that, every time you mention his fucking name and you want to shit on his character, don't forget to add the message that he has going on. Because if you don't, you really are racist. Because your actions do speak louder than your words. They define you. By attacking a person who's talking about brutalizing black people... You, you are, in fact, you know, in, I don't know, you're, you're going against that message. And anyone going against that message is by far definition of racist. I mean, like, if you say, I don't like black people getting hurt, and then, and then like, uh, the other person says, well, they're not getting hurt that, well, shut the fuck up. Just go with it. So, yeah. And then when you start saying all lives matter, yeah, they do. But right now we're talking about this set of people. If I'm talking like green people matters, we're talking about green people. Why would you shit on that? 
Why ever would you shit on that? If you want to say all lives matter, they do. They're not saying that their lives matter more. They said their lives matter as well. It's just it sounds better if you say their lives matter. That's the message. And these guys come out of nowhere and they get all racist. I like listening to them though. You know, I, they got some logic points, but sometimes they get lost in the weeds, I think. I think they get lost in the sense of, you know, I, I get like that too, man. You get caught up on an idea and you just keep going with it and you forget the other parts of it, your own nuances. That's what these guys do. And then here you got the 16-year-old girl with her message. And it's simple. You know, climate change is bad. We got to fix this shit. I get it. Cool. Why you got shit on her? Uh, she goes into patriarchy. I get it. She's still a little girl. I don't think you need to shit on her. You can attack the message maybe. Yeah, I don't like that message, you know. Climate change, yeah. Patriarchy, come on now. <sighs> um, Yeah, that's about it for that. But yeah, man, these white guys, they just go after these fucking people. Like, uh, anytime, anytime there's a message, you just fucking attack the person viciously. And then, um, of course, some of these messages are shitty. But there's probably people using these other people for it. Except for Dave, uh, Ka- uh, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, I'm pretty sure that was, he's a man, so he's probably doing his own thing. Whether, whatever reason he's doing what he's doing, he is doing something, you know, more than, say, a person who's trying to dispute that. You always have to have that person on the opposite side. And for some reason, you are appealing to racists, you know. You know, like, I, I get I get when you think to yourself, you know, I'm not racist. I have black friends. Yeah, it's kind of racist to say onto itself to justify why you're not racist. You know, and, like, at any time you're attacking a message like, don't fuck with this race... That makes it kind of racist. Doesn't you're not you don't mean to be racist, but you are. You know your actions. Like just for instance, if you um say you slapped your kid in the face, and uh, you you meant to teach him a lesson, right? And uh, well, you're being abusive. Well, no, I'm teaching a lesson. Yeah, you are, but you're also being abusive too. You don't need to slap a kid in the face. He'll never do it again. The you know the actions don't justify the means. You know, or the ends. Actually, fuck, ah, fuck, you know what I mean. Come on. If you don't know what I mean, fuck you. Let's see. I had another thought. I was trying to recapture. Let's see here. Oh, rape. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me get this out right quick. So I saw this meme or a post, a series post, uh, a series of posts where it was like, um, why rape is, rape jokes are bad. So like someone makes a rape joke. That's the post. You know, you say it's just comedy, it's not hurting anyone, and then try to justify why you're actually hurting somebody. So, if you make a rape joke, you're making rape sound more normalized, more okay. If you make a rape joke, you know, it hurts the survivor's feelings and make them relive the trauma. And if you make a rape joke, um, you might embolden other people to rape. And the thing about that is, I don't know, that makes me really mad when someone says that not because i'm down for rape <laughs> let's let's be let's be real here that's not where i'm getting at you know a comedian says a joke about murder it's not like he's emboldening people about murdering or killing people when he says something like and then i beat the shit out of this guy and then he did this this and that that doesn't mean he's emboldening people to beat the shit out of people and there's no statistic in which because comedians make jokes fucking beatdowns become more prevalent you know or murder becomes more prevalent 
And then for some reason, it's okay to make murder jokes or killing jokes or any kind of hate jokes. But when you start talking about rape, it becomes a thing in which, oh, you're fucking all the humanity and all that shit. And that's not a reality. I mean, I'm not making rape jokes per se. I'm just saying I'm trying to defend the right to say it. If you're going to a comedy show and somebody makes a joke that you don't like, then... I mean, fuck. I mean, don't go to comedy shows. If it, if it, a comedy show is a thing in which a guy's going to say shit to see if you're going to laugh. And sometimes he dips into negative. And usually that's what you laugh at. I mean, if you go through all time, most things that were funny were fucked up shit in the sense that that's what makes us laugh. Like, for instance, you know, Three Stooges. They're all fucking hitting each other all goofily. And I mean, it's not funny now, but it was funny then. I mean, more comedy. Yeah, Looney Tunes. You know, the fucking anvil drops on people. Did all of a sudden people need to drop anvils on people? No. They're just fucking each other up, you know? And that's was funny at the time. And now you have this society. And they make a joke here or there about murder or rape. And um, people laugh. And then you got these fucking women who come out of nowhere and say, That's fucked up. You're promoting rape. What about murder? Are they promoting murder too? Are they promoting thievery? Like, like, does that embolden people to steal more? Do out of a crowd of three hundred people, I hear a joke about stealing. They're like, you know what? Fuck, I'm, I gotta steal. Let alone rape. I mean, like, rape is like if you had a a metric for for bad crimes, ten being the worst, one being okay. I don't think rape rates in one. Rapes in like ten. And th- stealing, I wouldn't think it would be 10. I think it'd be like 5 or 6, you know, depending. But, like, you're not seeing a lot of that shit go down, you know? I mean, rape does happen and stealing does go down. But I don't think they heard a joke and thought, you know, this is what I need to do. This is, this makes it okay. I mean, the, the fucking ridiculousness of that. And then, then people are promoting this shit. They're like, oh, I got to repost this shit. She's right. You know, survivor mentality and all that bullshit. Check it out. Like, if, if I make a fucking joke about murder and your fucking uncle just got murdered and that triggers you, fuck. I, like, like I was supposed to know as a comedian. But I'm not a comedian. I'm just saying if I, if I was. Okay? So, like, for instance, uh, if I make a joke about stealing something and your brother, he got stolen from, some shit got stolen and resulted in murder or something like that i mean like how is the fucking comedian supposed to know and so when he makes a rape joke he's not going out there and and like if this is a thing in which people are listening to rape jokes and thinking you know i gotta go rape i mean we need to reevaluate life and i it makes sense from the point of view of a woman to go in this this tangent right because it affected her and of course she's going to want to stop it but that's that's not how the world works you can't just say i had one bad thing to happen to me so therefore i need to stop all versions of this you know whether it be through writing speech movies uh everything fucking everything to the fucking word itself let's go in the dictionary and just take it out triggers me oh man how come that hasn't happened yet Or someone gets triggered off of rape. Because, like, a person who doesn't go to a comedy show will not be triggered by that that joke. And it it gets to a point where a person goes, the same feminist virgin person goes, Oh, now I can't go to comedy shows. Well, shit, if you can't handle a joke, then don't go to a comedy show. 
I mean, unless or scope out the comic then, if that's a thing. Look for comics that only say jokes that are non-rapey. I mean, that would be a thing, right? <laughs> I'm a joke. I'm a com. I'm a comedian, and I make no rape jokes. <laughs> like, quantify that shit. No, but seriously, if you're getting triggered over things where people don't mean anything, I don't think the the comedian who made the the rape joke was like, you know what? I want to trigger everybody. No, he just made a joke that was funny to him, and if other people are laughing, that is what what is funny. And you think to oh, because you're making these other people laugh, that normalizes it. It doesn't, because like when he made the murder joke and everyone laughed, did that did that normalize murder? That's no, it's still crime. It's still a crime. If you say that's why people don't go to jail as much as murderers, is because you normalize it through these jokes. Well, I mean, I don't think it's the jokes that are fucking up the system of law. I think the system of law is fucking up the the shit, you know? Like, so if it's like a a thing where you're angry that people aren't getting harsher offenses, then maybe you should go to your congressman. That's a government thing, not a comedian. Why are we attacking comedians? I just don't understand that. Why do we attack comedians for making jokes? That's what they do. If you don't like them, don't go to them. That's how I am. If, If a certain kind of music plays and you don't like it, then don't play that music. Don't go and listen to that music. It's like we never learn any lessons. You know, 20, 30 years ago, we used to have rap. And people would go to jail for fucking making rap songs about kill the police and all that bullshit, right? Those are like a rampant fucking murder, police murdering, you know, spree. It was just people who were religious at the time, you know, started fucking coming down on people. Back then, we were religious and therefore we censored a bunch. And now we're not religious. We're fucking lost. We have no religion to really, you know, centralize the American people, American people. We just kind of like gravitate to who's woke. We're a new kind of religion. We're woke. We're wokeian. We're woke, wokesten. Uh, woka? I don't know. Yeah, everyone's just gravitating toward these like series of thoughts that are really hard, really hard to hammer down. We came up with the word woke. And we just went with it. But, I mean, it, it really is hard to hammer down these types of people who, who think in these ways, you know, of absolutes, Sith style. Where they're like, oh, rape jokes cause rape, you know, or uh, everybody should be inclusive, including transgender. So they should just go into the sports and fuck shit up, you know. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's where we're at right now. We're just too accepting and then we just went too far. And, like, I, I preach too accepting, but for some reason, the same people who accept everything won't accept other things. Like, freedom of speech, not accepting that. Uh, totally, if you want a boy of 23 years to say that he's a woman and beat the shit out of women, totally okay with that. That's where we're at. You know, a three-year-old says they're a fucking woman. I keep telling them, you're a woman, you're a woman, you're a woman. <laughs> the fucking boy's like, I guess I'm a woman. <laughs> All right, let me give you that hormones. Let me inject fucking hormones into you. That's where we're at, guys. All right, that's it for the podcast, for that car thought. So then I had this thought about thoughting. <laughs> the, there was this post that um, I made a car thought about, but the audio quality was pretty shitty. So what I'm going to do is try to recapture lightning in a bottle again. And uh, it basically breaks down to this. The post was um, it's a series of posts in which um, this guy was making a joke about rape. And the lady goes, 
yeah, words don't hurt people. And then the next post was, but they do. And it hurts two kinds of people. I guess the survivors and it makes people rape. So basically it goes through this whole narrative of, you know, the survivors, they hear the rape joke or whatever, and uh, it makes them relive the trauma, right? And they have to leave or they have to go through that trauma again, okay? And then they go, and then like it might normalize rape in the sense that, you know, like because you hear it as a joke and everyone's laughing makes it okay. And so therefore when you're on the fence about raping somebody, you're like, uh, you know what? They made that joke. So therefore I'm going to go and do the raping or something like that. It's not that bad. People think it's funny, you know? Um, no, 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 no. That is very dumb. And then, um, Basically, so the, the it breaks down to, so next time don't make jokes about rape because it will encourage people to rape or make people live the trauma, right? Now, the thing that aggravates me about that is, now, you know, the rape jokes aside, I mean, like, when someone's making a joke, and jokes are designed to be something fucked up, right? And that's how comedy is. Just go back in time. You got your three stooges, right? They're hitting each other, right? To me, not so funny. But to people back then, that shit was the, the most hilarious thing ever. But they're actually physically harming each other, right? Poking each other's eyes, hitting each other with dumbbells and things like that. All for comedic ref, uh, ref, uh, effect, right? And then, um, you, I mean, Grant, I'm pretty confident people understood. Don't drop an anvil on somebody's head. Don't poke people in the eyes, you know? But it was like mimicked and therefore... And it happened for a very long time. And... Fast forward the narrative, I mean, it just keeps on going to the point where people start making rape jokes. I don't particularly know any off the top of my head, but, I mean, Daniel Tosh, he makes a joke about, you know, what's funny about rape? So, so basically, he's trying to make fun of rape itself, you know, not the act of doing it, but the just the concept of it. And, I, and he was going in a trajectory like, it's so stupid to force yourself on others or some bullshit like that, right? But then this lady goes in the middle of his show and says, you know, nothing's funny about rape. And then, you know, because he's a com comedian and he just got stopped in the middle of his uh, set. He now has to address this fucking lady. So he, had, he figures he'll make it into a joke. So he says, wouldn't it be funny if four guys raped you? And then, you know, everybody laughs. Now, naturally, the joke has to be funny in the sense that some people are laughing. It may not be funny to the person. It may not be funny to other people. But to the room that's laughing, it's funny. So, therefore, it it's a funny joke. Now, it's fucked up that people laugh or whatever, right? And it's fucked up that, like, this, this can't be a thing. But... If a guy is going to go rape somebody because he heard a fucking joke, I don't think the joke empowered him or emboldened him. He was going to go and do this. This is rape, people. This isn't something where we're like hugging for a long period of time or kissing on a cheek or catcalling. This is forcing yourself onto somebody else. I mean, it's not like and it's not like an instant. It takes a while, right? You get to fucking hold the person down. And then get your thing out and put your thing in them while they're while you're battling, you know. It's a very aggressive thing. 
This isn't something that's like because of a joke. This this is what has empowered me to do this this heinous act. You know, like I mean, is that if that's a thing in which you can make a joke and it instills upon the greatest evil ever, then I would have to say that the counter must exist, where you say a joke and you cure cancer. But obviously, these two extremes do not exist. So I mean, like. This is a freedom of speech kind of thing, you know, like if someone's making a joke and you don't particularly like it, say about murder, how come murder gets a pass? You could say, and then I dropped an anvil on the coyote's head. That's totally okay to say. I don't know if that's a, that's not a joke per se, but I mean, it's in Looney Tunes all the time. You know, how come you can get away with killing somebody, but rape, that's off the table when it comes to jokes. I mean, where does it stop? So in this whole I don't know what way of thinking this is. Cancel everything thinking. You would then say, just because you're illogical and you don't want to have your point be made, you're going to say, yes, that they shouldn't make murder jokes either. And then it just keeps on going. How about thievery, right? Someone's stealing from you. I mean, so a guy says a joke about rape, and then you relive the trauma because you were raped. Got it. That sucks. The comedian wasn't trying to do that. That happened. Whatever. Now, if he makes a murder joke, oh, my uncle got murdered and it was fucked up and uh, now I'm reliving the trauma. Uh. So there you go. You got that group of people stealing. Somebody stole from me and it was everything. And then I now I have cancer or whatever the fuck. Right. And that's the way it is. I mean, so on and so forth. He just keeps on going, you know, any joke you can make, you know. And then I slipped on a banana peel. My uncle slipped on a banana peel. They died. They died horribly because they slipped on a banana peel. So you can't make jokes about that. I mean, this will never end. Now, the real, real reality of it is if you're going to a show where a person's making jokes, right, if, if you are easily offended, uh, maybe you shouldn't go to places with comedy. It's not going to get to a point where they're going to list the jokes that they're going to say or the types of scenarios they're going to put. You want to be surprised. That's part of the comedy of it all. You know, if it's a mo- okay, for instance, all right, I don't like watching movies with rape in it. <laughs> that's that's just a real thing for me. I don't want to watch movies with rape. I don't want to watch movies with like. Uh, child molestation i don't like anything where kids die i really don't like those kind of movies now it's not like i need to i don't know have a crusade against these type of movies but or shows i just avoid them it's not a hard thing to do it's not like i'm walking by and someone's making jokes at me or i'm walking by and someone's saying hey kids are getting murdered i I mean that's not a thing you know, but I try to avoid those kinds of things. And if it does happen, although I don't like it, I don't think to myself, this needs to stop. <laughs> that being said, what else, what other things are there out there? Um, if, if, if a person is going to be emboldened to rape just because they heard a joke or murder because they heard a joke, that person's fucked up in the head. There's no fixing that. No non-jokes in the world's ever gonna fix that. If if it's not a, if it's not a joke triggering that person, then it's the voice of God triggering another person. You know, I mean, that's out there. That's my thoughts on that. I just thought that was kind of ridiculous. This whole narrative of, oh, they said the words that make me want to do things, or they said the words that made me relive things. So you know. 
that's it for this podcast. And I, I, I implore you, if, if you feel triggered by something, stop doing that thing, you know? Like painting. If, if painting triggers you, don't, don't paint. <laughs> if, if a comedian says something that kind of gets under your skin, well, maybe don't listen to that comedian. Or, you know, I mean, if other people are laughing, it's got to be funny, right? So, uh, as always, be a better person than you were yesterday. Don't be that person who was trying to cancel the world because, you know, fingernail trauma or, or slipping off a banana peel trauma. Be better than that. Be a better you today. And with that, stay frosty. Hey, it's the devil and the devil is free.